Welcome to Growing Up Boomer. I'm your host, Padre, with my co-host, Cotton. And this podcast is dedicated to the life and times of the baby boomer generation. The show is loosely scripted, and sometimes we'll go down rabbit holes, and where it leads us to, one will never know. This podcast can be informative, funny, and sometimes irreverent. But most of all, we hope you find it entertaining. Hey, Cotton, how you doing? Well, my good friend, Padre. <laughs> First of all, I have to apologize to the audience because, as you know, last week was my anniversary. Yes. So we didn't do an episode. 47 years. There is only one person wow. that I know that has been married longer than I have. That would and be who? my ex-boss. He's been married for 50 years, but it was with three different women. Oh, okay. There you go. <laughs> he, he would get married the day after his divorce was final. So, oh, okay. so he does have 50 complete years, but they're three different women. Mine is only one. <laughs> 47 years yeah. with just one. Yep. Uh, that's right. That's yeah. right. We well, went, I didn't. I didn't add both of mine up. So, well, I'm probably I'm probably in the 40s, maybe. Yeah, yeah I think 20, 30, yeah, 30s, high 30s. Yeah. Well, I'll tell you this: the issue with the business that you and I were in, it's very rare that you find someone who's been married as long as I have. Yep, that's true. That's I mean, true. because you're married to your job, you're always gone, and you know, I was married mm-hmm. to a saint. <laughs> well, well, I, I got to tell you now that I'm now that I'm home all the time. Yeah, I think my wife would just love to see me go back to work. <laughs> <laughs> I had that happen one time. Remember, you had called me to come down to your company because you were looking for a store designer. Oh yeah, and I yeah. took a hiatus out of corporate America, and I was working a small little lumber yard. Yep. Called me and I told you, remember the first time I said, well, I, let me think about it. And I don't know, you know, I'm at home. I'm not on the road. She came home that day and I had organized her coupon drawer and her Tupperware drawer. And then, <laughs> Yeah. And then she says, well, maybe you should uh, call uh, Cotton back and you know, think about that job. <laughs> 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 we went over to uh, Bodega, Bodega Bay. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, for our anniversary, stood in a beautiful little place called Sonoma Coast Villa. Just gorgeous. Uh, oh, my yeah, goodness. I bet. I, I, the, the bathroom was as big as my kitchen and living room combined. Really? <laughs> yeah. I mean, <laughs> the place, I mean, it was, I must have been off season because it was a great price and I wanted something special for our 47th anniversary. So we went there. And they walk you to your room, and they show you all of this stuff. Just a, just a, they have bocce uh, ball uh, field yeah, out there. Yeah. But, and they have, they do movies every night. They have a small little screen up where you can go out there. Of course, it was too cold. They were showing uh, Jurassic Park's movies while we were there. Oh, the, oh, oh, really? Yeah. So they have a little fire going, and they, oh, it was just a wonderful thing. And I sent you the pictures of the Porter uh, Schoolhouse. Uh, from the yes, birds, I saw that where the birds was. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, that was yeah, right where where the birds were filmed. It, I thought, oh yeah, you, I got to send you this because you know I know you love that movie. Oh yeah, and I'll tell you this, but when the movie was first put out, since he had done uh, Psycho in 1960, uh-huh. it was kind of at mixed reviews. People didn't know. Well, it was okay. Yeah, those are the were the guys that were quivering in the back. <laughs> <laughs> but it's a very interesting, there's some interesting facts. Before we get into that, but the bodega is just as small now as it was back then. It's just a very, God, very amazing. small town. Huh. 
And then you have Bodega Bay and the uh, Bodega Head, which is uh, where you go out where they do the whale watching. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. And the the, uh, the town is named after the, the guy that uh, discovered it. I think his name is uh, Juan Francisco Bodega uh, Cardon. I think it's his huh. name. Yeah, kind of a long name. Obviously Spanish dude. But I mean, yeah, the and and they he didn't sail into that bay till 1775. Wow! So I mean, you know, it was pretty well hidden, but just huh. a beautiful cotton. I'm telling you, when you come up to visit, I'll take you and the wife there. You guys will love it. Yeah, I'm surprised that there's not. It's not mob. No, no, no. People, people, people go there, and it's it's not that crowded. And uh, my boys, mm-hmm. they they barbecue oysters. Right. Yeah, I heard uh, I heard oysters were good for your boys. <laughs> and so they go all <laughs> the way to Bodega to pick them up so they're nice and fresh. Oh. And, but it's about an hour or an hour and a half from where I live, so it's not that far. Huh, that's you know, cool. Yeah. You know, talking about the birds, and I showed you that house. It's actually a private residence now. Really? Yeah. But the thing that was so funny is that it got a remodel because a school closed, I think, in 61. The movie was made in 63. It was actually a schoolhouse, but there's nobody out there. <laughs> you know, yeah. so they, they closed the school down, and so the production company redid it. You know, fixed it up for the movie. And they, oh, that's cool! Yeah, yeah. They said they used like three thousand birds to make this movie, and they spent about two hundred thousand dollars on mechanical birds. Jeez! Hitchcock was always in his movies. They call them cinematic Easter eggs. You try to find yeah. out where where he is. Well, if you remember. T.P. Hidron. She walks into the pet shop and he walks out with the two dogs. I don't know if yeah. you remember that. Yeah. yeah. Those are his dogs. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Stanley and Godfrey. Those he are always, his dogs. Uh, he always seemed to appear in his movies. Yes. Just kind of, yeah. He's, just a glance. Right. He started that at the very beginning because he didn't have much money to pay extras. So he would appear in his movies, small parts in his movies. Huh. There was a movie they made. Mm-hmm. And about him and it was re- really well done i was surprised how well done it was yeah and um but i can't think of the name of it right now yeah uh, i, I well i'm sure you will during the during the podcast and you'll interrupt uh, the podcast to say the name there right you, yeah that's what i used to do <laughs> <laughs> oh you know they had alternative endings to that movie as well too i was reading on that oh really oh yeah yeah remember the 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 golden gate bridge is always uh, a bridge that people want to put in movies uh-huh. Do you remember? Uh, it was a bad movie, but not bad enough to make our podcast. It came from beneath the sea where the octopus is wrapping its tentacles on the Golden Gate Bridge. You know, 1955. I remember the, yeah, I remember seeing just like, uh, not reruns or whatever, just a run of, of uh-huh. this movie. And I'm going, oh, well, that's wild. <laughs> I don't think I'll watch it. Yeah. <laughs> and how about the X-Men? Remember the last stand? Yeah. When Magneto turns that entire bridge over to Alcatraz. Yep. And I'm going like, why doesn't he just take the ferry? (laughs) (laughs) So why turn the whole bridge? Just take the ferry over. (laughs) (laughs) And then I think they used it also on Dawn of the Planet of the Apes. Remember they they were up in the Marin County woods, the apes. Yeah. Uh, But in early production, what the way they wanted to end it on the birds was Mm -hmm. that there would be hundreds of birds on the Golden Gate Bridge. Wow. All in the Golden Gate Bridge, like they were poised to attack San Francisco. They figured they're running out of money. I guess if you've got like 3,000 birds. Oh, <laughs> <You know? geez. laughs> and Or the other one was, remember, the was leaving in that car, and the birds just stay in at the house. 
Oh yeah, and they just kind of slowly, yeah, they slowly just, walk out of yeah. right, and they get in the car and they drive away. They wanted the birds to attack the car, but they decided to end it right there. Oh really? Oh yeah, yeah. And uh, Hendren had a nervous breakdown in that movie in the attic scene. Wow. You know what happened was that they were actually throwing live seagulls at her from behind the camera, and one oh, cut man, her I lip. Bet you Hitchcock uh, loved one, doing yeah, that. <laughs> and one cut her uh, eyelid. Right. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) And they had to stop production for a couple of weeks. So that was, I thought that was kind of interesting. Yeah. You know, for the 45th anniversary of the birds, they made a Barbie doll. (laughs) 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 Yeah. A Barbie doll of the uh, main character of Tippi Hedren's main character. Yeah. Oh, Oh, and this is, this is it. And then we'll get into our podcast. This is the last one. This will crack you up. Mm-hmm. Did you know they made a sequel to The Birds? No. Yes. In 1994, The Birds 2 Lands End. Wow. Mm-hmm. No, I don't think I ever saw it. Well, apparently a lot of people didn't. <laughs> yes. So let me tell you how bad it was. The director changed his name on the credits. Oh, no. <laughs> what do they call it? A pseudonym? When you change your name, a pseudonym, he changed his name on the credits. (laughs) Wow. That's how bad it was. Oh, (laughs) jeez. Well, let's get into our podcast, Cotton. Okay. The thing that we want to talk about is advertising in the 50s, 60s, and 70s. Okay. And a lot of the things in print ad. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like Coke. Yeah. Yeah. And the advertising uh, altogether between 2019 and 2007, I couldn't get any other figures, is 2.2% of GDP in the United States. Wow. Now, wow. Now, let me tell you how much that is because GDP in 2007 was $14.4 trillion. Jeez. That means in advertising, the, in- this advertising equals. $317.9 billion in advertising. Wow. And what years? That was 2007. Just 2007. Wow. wow. And advertising goes back to the Egyptians. Can you believe that? <laughs> really? They just had to write it on a wall, right? <laughs> <laughs> it goes all the way back to the Egyptians. They've actually found print on papyrus. <laughs> yes. From Thebes. Wow. In Egypt. That's wild. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For some weaver who was looking for, who was a slave owner looking for his lost slave. That's oh, amazing. Wow. Yeah. They did print advertising on walls. So for instance, in Pompeii, ancient Rome, Arabia, ancient Greece, they would have lost and found on the wall. <laughs> like, so you have paintings <laughs> on the wall. And I got then, a lot of that in my neighborhood, <laughs> but I don't know what they're advertising. <laughs> <laughs> uh, now, trademarks were also a big thing in advertising. We call that branding today. <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. and then uh, because so many people back in the 17 and 1800s were uneducated, uh, they, were, they would hire what they called town callers to walk around and read uh, from the paper so people would know what was going on. Huh. The first known advertisement was in the Boston Newsletter in 1704 in America. In 1704? 1704 was the first known advertisement in America in a paper. Wow. A print ad. I, I, 
Yeah, that's surprising. It was, I think, for the sale of an estate of Oyster Bay or that on Long Island. Huh. But the thing that you look at in the 50s, 60s, and 70s, the ads were huge. Right. They had so much printing on it, it would be like a small paperback today. Oh, yeah. <laughs> because they'd had to tell a story. In the 1800s, a print ad was a number one. Then radio came, but the problem with radio, you couldn't retain anything. Mm-hmm. Then TV came in the 50s, but the problem with the, with the 50s was they would have ads which were common to be about a minute long on TV, but you'd never remembered anything. So what they came up with a jingle. Everybody had a jingle. Do you remember? You remember some of the jingles? Oh, yeah. You know, like uh, what? See the USA in her Chevrolet? Yeah. Right? <laughs> I am the Frito Bandito. <laughs> yeah, yeah so they had like little jingles and it wasn't to give you information but just hey so you can remember the product yeah they had car a lot of car uh ads too correct like absolutely yeah. yes yes they did and they always had a jingle the most popular was a chevy remember see, oh, is that right? see the usa in your chevrolet remember yep yeah yep. so that they had that one that was big but a lot of times, advertisement, get this, was geared in the 50s and 60s and 70s to women because the advertiser felt that women were making all the decisions when it came to spending money. Isn't that the way it still is? Well, <laughs> yeah. I'm going to say, you know, you heard for a couple of years back there was a war on women. Well, I'm telling you, in our house, I lost. <laughs> there you go. And, and you could tell by that because if I do anything... And Kathy's visiting her sisters. The first thing that my kids say, did you clear it with mom first? Yeah. <laughs> yep. Did you clear that with mom? Okay. I know yeah, who runs the right. house here. Yep. <laughs> but the did problem, yeah. The problem that they had were these advertising agencies were advertising to women. They were all men. <laughs> and the problem with these men is they were pigheaded. They didn't really do the research. They just had a preconceived idea what women were looking for. You'll see that a lot in big government, corporations and stuff like that. Nobody ever gets down to the nuts and bolts. Mm. You remember when I used to design stores and I would be designing it? I would drill down far as as possible. I would walk the streets. I would see what everybody's buying. They didn't do that. They just made assumptions. And Mm -hmm. when you make assumptions, you make the wrong ads. Mm Mm-hmm. Some of these were really, really bad, but this is what the ads had. The first one I'm going to give you is from Alcola Aluminum. All right. Yeah, the foil. You're right. But they also did an easy open cap for ketchup, for DuPont ketchup. If you remember, you had a little you had a little tab and you pulled off the tab and then you could open the the bottle very easily. Because remember, ketchup was always the toughest thing to open. Yeah. All right. Now get this. This is how the ad reads. All right. They have a woman opening the bottle and she's like, like a look of surprise and says, you mean a woman can open it? Oh, yeah. (laughs) Gee. (laughs) It wasn't Pepsi big with that, too. Yeah. 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 That was another one. Oh, and they used to do this one, too, as well. 65 McDonald's. Remember, McDonald's was big. Yeah. Back then, much bigger than they are today. They had very little competition. Mm hmm. They were advertising at one time the all-American three-course meal, a hamburger, french fries, and a milkshake. Now now you wonder why we have an obesity problem in America. Exactly. (laughs) But 52 cents. 
for all Jeez. three. Yeah. <laughs> I could down four or five of those. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I was there today. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. That's uh, that's one of my favorites, too. Mm-hmm. It just except I have to, uh, you know, mortgage a house just to buy a big, one of them, they call them the Big Macs. The Big Macs, yeah. <laughs> oh, and then there was another one that they used to do in 1960. This was cigarettes. Cigarettes were big. I mean, they advertised cigarettes yeah. big time. In the 40s, they had one for Ronald Reagan before he became governor and president. And he says, I send all my good friends lucky strikes for Christmas. Wow. <laughs> he's He's got these cards and he's signing them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. cigarettes were big and the uh, tipolet was one of them and tipolet because oh, yeah. that's a say that was a competitor to tipperillo you remember tipperillo oh, okay. yeah i remember tipperillo yeah and tipperillo. they were yes and this was tipperlet this was there was a competition and they always seem to have just kind of like chauvinistic type of imagery like uh-huh. this one this one here they, they're, they, there's a woman and a man, I mean, very close. He's got his little little cigar there, and he's blowing smoke in her face. <laughs> yeah. And it says, blow in her face, and she'll follow you anywhere. <laughs> I mean, I'd be coughing, first of all. Oh, know, yeah. He'd probably get slapped smoking that. <laughs> I mean, was who's it, thinking was, of this stuff? <laughs> I don't know. Was it Honey West or somebody like that, too? They started getting some big actors or actresses. I, I, don't, I do not remember that, no. Huh. I can't say that I do. But remember this. Do you remember Slitz Beer? Slitz? Yeah. Yeah. Remember that one? Do you remember? Mm-hmm. Do you remember when they advertised the easy open top? Now, not not the pop top, but remember what did they use to what did we used to use? They used to call my dad used to call them church keys, the can openers. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. <laughs> remember when Schlitz malt liquor came out with a soft aluminum top, so it wouldn't be so tough opening up that can. <laughs> aluminum, they used to call it the aluminum soft top. Yep. And then it says, and then the advertisement reads, someday all beer cans will open this easy. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and a big knock on them. Yeah. yeah. And what does it say? Real gusto, real easy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, now. I have to say, I did not partake in this, but I did do the book club. This was Columbia Records. This was in 1970 that you could buy 13 tapes or records for a buck. Wow. <laughs> now, we, me and the wife did the book club. We didn't do the records. But we, uh, yeah, we that, 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 that meant reading, so we didn't do that kind of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> he said, would you believe 13 records or tapes for only and of course the ones are advertising they're eight track tapes yep eight track cassette tapes and reel to reel tapes mm-hmm. and albums and didn't they always have something they throw in and oh yeah even, yeah yeah but then again everything else was twice as after that you were you had to you had to say i'm going to buy one a month of course they were outrageous <laughs> You yeah, get, you get them half the price at down at down at the record store or something. <laughs> they had to make it one way or another. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, and then in the 1950s, if you remember, Marilyn Monroe was big. Mm-hmm. All right. They used to have ads for firework safety for Fourth of July. Oh really? Huh? Beware of danger, fire safety. They've got this huge firecracker with Marilyn Monroe in a bathing suit holding the sign up. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> 
Right, at least to get your attention. Yeah, I know what. That's exactly what it said. It, it, it was likely it caught many people's attention. So if that's what they were after, that's what they got. Yep. <laughs> what were they advertising? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Marilyn Monroe. I have no idea. <laughs> and then the, the other thing they use a crack map on advertising is when you went into the barber shop. You remember the old barber shop? They always had a big sign that said modern hairstyling. Oh yeah. Is a professional art. <laughs> oh, and yeah. they would have the different type of, of haircuts. There was the mm -hmm. there was the crew cut, mm -hmm. the flat top, remember? Yeah, yeah. The butch, remember that? Oh, that was just the, a buzz job. The butchy boy, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> the forward comb boogie, <laughs> the college contour. <laughs> <laughs> the executive contour. Wow. The flat top boogie. <laughs> the Hollywood or the professional contour. I guess there's wow. a difference between a professional and an executive. Oh, yeah. <laughs> My dad cut all of our hair. <laughs> yeah, that was kind of like our house as well, too. You like it or you get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> next <laughs> exactly <laughs> the thing with my hair now it's so easy and i hate going to supercuts and paying a big money when i say big money it's like 20 bucks for yeah. supercuts i yep. tell I, i've been trying to get the wife to say just cut it i mean there's not that much up there that's right i i tell my wife the same thing yeah and i still go to supercuts yeah i have no choice she, 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 yeah. she goes i won't do it yep <laughs> beer also did big time Right. Oh yes. There was always there's always big beer ads. And this mm -hmm. one yeah, Budweiser was big at this. And the ad reads, right, just to get your attention, it's got a uh -huh. woman in a in a long lingerie and she's uh kissing the husband and stuff like that. And it says, and she's saying, What a kiss I got that night. And uh -huh. the whole thing is, get this, is that it's because she prepared the refrigerator with snacks and beer for the poker game that night. <laughs> so that tells us she's not invited to the poker game oh yeah <laughs> and the ad reads my husband was frantic when he came home from work he had forgotten that this was the night the boys were coming over for poker but i hadn't there was plenty of cold budweiser in the refrigerator to go along with my snacks when they are gone, he said, even the ones who lost had a good time. Thanks for the good times to eat, the oh, Budweiser, yeah. and the good memories. And then she, and then in parentheses, actually, Budweiser reminded me when I saw it at the store. Wow. <laughs> when I see Budweiser, I think of hospitality, letting people know you think enough of them to serve the best. Budweiser, king of beers. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Where there's life, there's Bud. <laughs> so, who comes up with this stuff? <laughs> I know. Hey, but it worked. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is, this was a good one in the seventies. I don't. You probably don't remember. You were just. A, I think you're probably just a teenager in the seventies. Yes. Okay. I am trying to I make. Wasn't drinking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am trying to make ends meet in the 70s. If you remember inflation, remember I went over the, how high inflation was in the 70s? Yeah, ba barely. Yeah, barely. yeah. you remember about gas lines. and right? yep. So everything was pretty high back then. Mm -hmm. Well, 36 cents. 
Yeah, Hormel <laughs> came up with one. It was kind of like now, you know, how much chicken and meat and everything is right now. Uh, yeah. I'm waiting for this Hormel ad to come up. It says, this one's <laughs> during the 70s. It says, don't let high prices make a vegetarian out of you. <laughs> and it's talking about Hormel beef stew in a can. Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> and the ad shows the wife spooning out this uh, slop. <laughs> let high prices make a vegetarian out of you. And you're afraid to re read the ingredients on the label. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're probably right. Oh, oh. Then there, there, the one was called legs, and it, what it was, it was actually pants for for men. They were called legs. Oh, really? Yeah, in the seventies. Well, whoever <laughs> thought this up should have been shot. Okay, because this one here, this one here is probably what started the feminist movement. Okay, this is how bad this one is. A couple of these are so bad. <laughs> and, and that's probably from the joke that, you know, why men can't catch mad cow disease? <laughs> because they're pigs. <laughs> oh, boy. This oh, is how boy. bad this one is. This is how bad this one is. This guy, they show him from the waist down, and he's got these pants on. And there's, if you remember those tiger skin rugs? Yeah. Well, this one has a head of a woman on it, and it says it's nice to have a girl around the house. Wow. Can yeah, I'm going like, nowadays? you cannot do this. <laughs> it's called Mr. Legs, though. Though she was Tiger Lady, our hero didn't have to fire a shot to floor her. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> going mm -hmm. like, boy, were, were men so insecure back then? <laughs> I know. Oh God! Not after a few, not after a few beers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, then we have uh, another big thing, and I used to tell you this in the fifties. I used to tell you about this. Everything was about guns. Remember? Mm -hmm. I mean, there was this one. It was called the F five hundred Fury. Oh, a BB gun? Not a BB gun. It was a uh, cap gun. Oh, really? Have real fun and sure fit action with the F-500 Fury Cap Machine Gun. Wow. <laughs> and its partner, the Mustang Pistol. <laughs> 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 and it would shoot 500 caps. It looked like a Thompson machine gun. Really? Yes, yes. Yeah, it's smoking action. <laughs> Smoke mm -hmm. puffs when the barrel, as you let them go, <laughs> makes realistic sound, fully automatic, super fast speed, outer space design. <laughs> <laughs> and don't fire in the house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was by Nicholas Industries. And get this, to help promote it, you know, win a trip for three to Disneyland, Hollywood, and Pacific Ocean Park. Oh, P.O.P. Yeah. Yes. A personal TV set or silver dollars and Nicholas bag design new toy contest. Get the details at your toy dealer. <laughs> uh, <God. laughs> All right. This is in the 1960s. This was from Kohler Bath Fixtures. And they have mm -hmm. this whole bathroom all set up. Got a bidet, a toilet, a sink. And a bathtub, and you'll never guess what color it is. Uh, I give up. Avocado green. Oh, we had a refrigerator <laughs> like that. <laughs> Do you remember yeah. how popular that color was? Oh, was oh, that yeah. ugly? Oh, yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> I think my brother still got it in the house. <laughs> Oh, but they they did it. They were they was just awful. Then of course there was the Cigar Institute of America in the sixties. Also had the modern day kind of caveman. In this ad, it says cigar brings out the caveman in you. That was it. And they have like a woman in leopard skin, mm-hmm. and he's a guy like you look at an executive with a cigar in one hand and a club in the other. Yeah. Like, oh man, what are these guys thinking? and this one's even worse this one's called the lucky tiger hair tonic of the 1950s (laughs) this one is the worst of all okay oh yeah this one was lucky tiger hair tonic Mm -hmm. and if you put it on i guess lucky tiger gets the girls which one do you want (laughs) and they've got the image like the great white hunter Right yeah. on safari, except his head is a head of a tiger. Uh, was it was it a bald tiger? What's well, it's a it's a, it's a <laughs> it, yeah it's a head of a tiger just like a regular tiger. Uh huh. And there's three women on a wall that looks like when you're hunting, you know how they put the heads up on the wall. Yeah, that's what it is. No. Yes, sir. The fifties they were bad. <laughs> <laughs> what are they thinking of? Lucky Tiger gets the girls. <laughs> it says wow. gals just naturally go for guys using Lucky Tiger. Gals. gals yeah, there you yeah. go. You don't even oh, hear that much anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And then they have this one in the 60s. Uh, this is when they first started with videotape recorders. Mm-hmm. And they've got this one picture of this guy on a branch. He's got this camera that's big enough to be on Eyewitness News. With his huge, huge reel-to-reel tape player he's hanging on. He's on the branch taking a picture of these three little birds in a nest. And it says, now a videotape recorder that goes anywhere you go. And I'm going like, this this thing is huge. I'm, I'm surprised this branch doesn't break. It looks so heavy. Oh, geez. <laughs> you know, that was a big thing. And I'm going like, hey, they've come a long way. <laughs> yeah. Now you just use your phone. <laughs> <laughs> when you look at the ads back then, I mean, they just had so much stuff written on them. It was a whole page, always a whole page. Yep. With uh, kind of a lot of the uh, with dr- drawing, drawing pictures of guys or girls. Or yes. Instead of actual pictures. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I, I got to tell you this one. Here's one for 1949. Oh, okay. This did only lasted, I think, a few years. You were about, what, 12 then? You know, <laughs> this one's Lansing Company. You're going to get this one right there. Okay? Okay. This was five separate vegetables in one can. Oh. Uh, <laughs> they recalled yeah. it the layer pack veggies. <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> That's oh, wild. Yeah, that is. Of course, there was always a beer one, too. Do you remember uh, Slitch Malt Liquor? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they had this one where this poor wife, she's crying. And, and what does the husband say? Anyway, you didn't burn the slit. <laughs> apparently, she burned dinner. Yeah. How rude uh, is that? Yeah. Okay. That's pretty bad. That's really bad. <laughs> yeah. And the same thing with, uh, if you remember uh, Martini and Rossi? Yeah. Yeah, they had the same they had the same thing. Just a bad ad about it. In other words, <laughs> what a catch. Martini and Rossi imported On vermouth. The rocks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And what it shows is a great catch, but there's a man a great, the great white hunter, 
a woman in a leopard skin and she's in a cage. Like what a cat? <laughs> what does that have to do with 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 drunks? Uh, uh, I don't. I don't even want to know. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's another one. Honda on the head of the ad. It's huge, right? It's where they're Honda Civic, and it says, "Women don't understand rack and pinion steering." Oh wow! <laughs> what are you talking about? Nobody understands rack and pinion steering. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But <laughs> it's it, like, what is that? About that now? Is that nowadays? <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> and with what they were trying to do is get away from the fact that uh, that that was considered a woman's car. <laughs> yeah, I'm going like, oh please, a, yeah. come on. <laughs> yeah. And then this was a funny thing too, is because. A lot of the cola companies, like Seven mm-hmm. Up, yeah, they would advertise giving their soda to babies. Really? Yes, sir. Wow. <laughs> seven Up had one where this is a little baby, and he's chugging on the Seven Up. Jeez. <laughs> Why we have the youngest customers in the business? Nothing does it like Seven Up. <laughs> <laughs> and the other one was Coca Cola. Start them off right. <laughs> oh, and I'm going like, what in the world are these these people doing? Really? Oh. And then there was another one, an honorable mention. This is in the 80s, but I had to mention it. Airflow Company, 1980s. It was an air conditioning company. If you remember, the computers were getting big and they needed to have their rooms cooled. It always had to be cold. Yeah. Apparently, it says when your computer room air conditioning fails... You may adapt, but what about your hardware? The problem is they show the people in swimsuits, the men and women, in the computer room, (laughs) in swimsuits. (laughs) Well, you know what? It got the point. It's true. (laughs) I think that that was it. I wanted to uh, throw this one because I know you used to work for Sears a long time ago. Yep. Get this. They used to advertise a house, a 12 room house for four thousand eight hundred dollars wow geez Mm -hmm. you know i i had a catalog Mm -hmm. a sears catalog going from way back and uh yeah they had all that kind of stuff and it was like just unbelievable (laughs) plus i got that one because supposedly uh on one of the underwear ads the guy's junk was hanging out (laughs) swear to god What, nobody proofread this? Uh, that's what everybody said. <laughs> Look at that. Hey, wow. Go. Yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, there's another one from the 40s. And this used to be big. Remember cigarettes, right? This one, this one, yep. this one is a good one. More doctors smoke camels than any other cigarette. <laughs> okay. <laughs> According to a recent national-wide survey, more doctors smoke camels than any other cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember going to the hospital and they had cigarette machines in there? Oh, I don't recall that. I, I, I Yes, they used to have cigarette machines in there, I remember. My dad was sick a few times and uh, we'd have to go in and uh, my grandfather too. And there would be cigarettes there. Wow. Oh, how about this one here? Are you ready for this one? Mm-hmm. 1930s Kellogg's, a popular cereal manufacturer, at one time chose to sell vitamins in their cereals in the 30s. Really? Yes, sir. They called it Kellogg's Pep. Vitamins for Pep, Pep for Vitamins. Huh. It shows a man 
caressing his wife, wipes in an apron with a duster. <laughs> so the harder a wife works, the cuter she looks. <laughs> that isn't what it said. Did it really? I'm not, I'm not, I'm not kidding you. I got oh, the picture wow. right here. <laughs> and it's got like a little cartoon and it says, gosh, honey, you seem to thrive on cooking, cleaning, and dusting. And I'm all tuckered out by the close, by closing time. What's the answer? Vitamins, darling. I always get my vitamins. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the, the, the killer about this, and this is the reason why I say people don't do the research. In the 50s, one in three women worked. A third really? of all women were in the workforce. Wow. They made up t- almost 30% of the workforce in the 50s. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. And, the, and it just continues to climb. At one time, they were almost in 2000, almost 60% of the workforce. Wow. You know, and now it, it's, I believe it's down to about 56% of the workforce are now women. Yeah. And in the, in the 50s and 60s, you're going with ads like this. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. You know, obviously these guys don't know what's going on. They they have their preconceived idea. But I have one more ad and then we'll close this one out. Okay, Cotton? Okay. Okay. Toothache drops in 1885. This is an honorable mention. 1885. 1885 okay. for tooth. And guess what the main ingredient was? You got me. Cocaine. <laughs> Oh, really? <laughs> and it was priced only 15 cents. <laughs> Instantaneous cure. Cocaine tooth drops. <laughs> Toothache wow. drops. <laughs> wow. For sale by all druggists. Don't forget, Coca-Cola had cocaine in it, too. Really? Yes, sir. That's why it's also well. That's right, Coke. Yeah, it makes sense now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We're all addicted to it. <laughs> wow. That's wild. <laughs> yes, it is, sir. Well, we're going to have to keep this one to a close, my man. It's been fun. Good talking to you, Padre. Have a great one, my man. (laughs) Nos vemos después. We'd like to thank you for listening and leave you with this quote from Thomas Jefferson. The man who stops advertising to save money is like the man who stops the clock to save time. Until next time, may God bless.